Welcome to the Ordinary Day Podcast. My name is Pete. And my name is Diane. Woo! We are back. <laughs> Trying to get the excitement going, you know? Ooh, yes. So tired today. So tired. Mm-hmm. You had a rather late night. Yeah, this is probably the latest. I think the latest I've ever stayed up. Uh, certainly for a band night with, uh, with, with the bro, yeah. I'd probably sit up before I go to sleep. But yeah, it was like 5.30 or something. Yes. When I finally went to sleep. To the point where I woke up to go to the washroom in the middle of the night and you weren't home yet. And it was that time where you start to worry if mm-hmm. your partner made it home okay or if they're actually <laughs> staying over because it's so yeah. late. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Um, it was a good stream though, man. Like it was so fun. We had such good audience interaction. Uh, a lot of conversation going on. A lot of new followers. We're getting donations quite quite regularly as well. We got a couple last oh, night cool. as well. So it's going it's going great. I'm I remember I think like halfway through it, we were probably like an hour or two. I was just like, you know what? I'm having a great time. Oh, nice. Just like looking at my brother like this is just this is just great. I'm having a really good time. So we had a bit of a rough start, and it always takes long to get going. But once uh, once we were going. It was fun, and uh, it was a blast, so we enjoyed it. We finally stopped, and then me and my brother decided to watch our whole stream. So that was like adding another three hours to the night where we were just like going, hey, we did do good today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Until eventually his wife came down and was like, why are you guys talking so loud? We're trying to sleep here. And uh, yeah, then I got my Uber and went home. Mm-hmm. It was fun, though. It was so fun. <laughs> Um, you're starting to get quite the following of people yeah. that are ready and waiting for you at 10 p.m. Yeah, that's that's the other thing that's kind of become an anomaly is uh, sometimes we start a little later, but we do have in our, our stream, it says that our schedule is 10 p.m. Eastern every Friday we'll be on. And uh, we've shown up at 10, 15, 10, 20 a few times running a little late and there will be people on there saying, oh, I was waiting for you guys, mm-hmm. waiting for you guys. And that is so cool. It's like uh, the best way I've described it to people is it's like they're tuning into, I don't know, Game of Thrones or something. There's a TV show they really like and they put it in their schedule to come watch it. So I'm very touched by that. It's very cool. Yeah, it's a very active chat, too. I happened to be up a little bit later last week. Um, so I tuned in. It's really easy. I basically have the Twitch app on my iPad Mm -hmm. and I have you guys saved as one of my favorites. So I open my iPad, I click on field processor and well, I open Twitch and click on field processor. And if you're streaming, you just, you pop up and your video starts playing and I can see the chat and I can participate in the chat and that's really cool. Yeah, that was, that was pretty awesome when you popped on. I knew who it was. It was funny. Uh, I think it, you popped on one time before and hit follow or something. Because I remember like the week after I showed up and my brother's like, who the heck is Dr. DSK? They just popped in and followed and left. And it was like, <laughs> he's got all these like stats and stuff. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I know who that is. Come on, Stefan. <laughs> Come on. Uh, one more thing. Mm-hmm. I wanted to save this. This is something I'm going to lock in, and I'm glad I want to talk to you about this. Cool. Because I feel once you announce something and definitely record it onto a podcast, it mm-hmm. becomes a little more um, 
concrete. Yes. You kind of can't go back on it. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to do this. Cool. One other thing, watching the stream last night. They say that the camera adds five pounds. Well, let me tell you, I was looking at myself yesterday and going, dude, I need to lose some weight. (laughs) 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 So I want to lock in Mm -hmm. starting a workout regime starting tomorrow. Ooh, tomorrow. So this is what I wanted to talk to you about is what I should do. So I have some ideas and I want, I thought we could like, bang this out i know you weren't expecting this eh? i was not no so here we go we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna build this today um i've downloaded this like seven minute workout thing app which i'm kind of curious about it should do uh just general uh what are they called i don't know anything about fitness okay aerobic exercise yeah aerobic exercise aerobic exercise okay i thought i'd start giving that a go sure um and I don't know how often I should be doing it. Like you always say, you know, you take a break every once in a while or something. But like, there's a, some balance here where I need to I need to do a schedule where it's like I have to do it either every day or every other day or something. Like it has to become a thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, seven minutes doesn't sound too onerous. No, so I could do that every day. So I think you can do that every day. And then as you can do in like five k, I've been monitoring my step things and okay, I usually get pretty close to it. Um, so I thought I could like make those my two goals to start with. Cool. And let's start, start. let's start monitoring this and maybe this can be a part of the podcast too. How am I doing? Am I keeping it up? Nice. Nice. I like what that do goal. you think of that? That sounds like a good plan. So you're into, you know, kinetics and health and metabolism and all that, mm-hmm. you know, being a doctor of it now. <laughs> Woo! Way to go. Certified expert. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, you can. Uh, I can be your uh, guinea pig, and uh, let's let's work on that because it it actually kind of bothered me seeing it, seeing it on the screen. I was like, man, suck in that gut, Pete. So yeah, we're gonna do something about that. Are you gonna modify your diet at all? Well, I mean, I wonder about that sometimes. Like, it's pretty good mm-hmm. as far as what we eat at home. I would agree. Um, and at work, I, I found like a salad bar. So I'm like having salads almost every day. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how to improve that. And like, I love salads. This is the other weird thing. It's like, <laughs> I enjoy salads. I enjoy vegetables. So yep. like, I look forward to it. I've been getting into, uh, all of these, like there's like super salads or something and they have all the calories listed and stuff. So I'm always getting good food. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's covered in oil or something. Maybe it isn't good for me. Maybe takeout just in general is bad, but I thought, I don't think that's a bad thing. I think all those vegetables are good. Um, I think it's important to eat like, you know, smaller meals throughout the day. Yeah. I'm Um, a big advocate of that too. mm -hmm. So I think that would work. Maybe not snacking in the evenings. Ah. Nighttime gaming. Yeah. That's snacks. That's been a thing. Coming home late. Yeah. That sort of thing. True, true. And maybe some way that I can be helpful is not bringing home junk food and candy and all yeah. that stuff that's just hanging around that's like, hey, I'm a little peckish. I could, ooh, eat that. It's right there. Yeah. Um, with exception to some things, I would, stay, I would say that that's been pretty easy to resist. So I'm not really mm-hmm. a sweet tooth, but I do, I do love my salts. Mm-hmm. So yeah, all those things. We'll try all those things. 
and we'll see how that goes. I feel like that's three goals. So your seven minutes of exercise every day mm-hmm. plus your 5K walk mm-hmm. plus no snacking. Okay. Lock that in. One, two, three. Got it. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, on that, I guess it almost relates. Two podcasts ago, we were talking about Persona. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's certainly led to my late night snacking. So I think this is a segue. <laughs> uh, at that time in the game, I was at the part where we were seeing the diet building and I uh, said it was like a sponsored building or something. I didn't know what it was about. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to bring a correction to the podcast because I thought it was really interesting. And I remember we talked about this after when we looked it up. The national diet is like the political building in Japan. Yeah, we looked up even just a diet is like an an old term for government, isn't it? Like it's not just in Japan. It's Yeah, it's used it's used in a lot of places. So I'm going to look this up. Real mm-hmm. quick. Um how do I do this? There we go. Nice. In yeah. politics. Yeah, in politics, a diet is a formal deliberative assembly. The mm-hmm. term is mainly used historically for the imperial diet. Like <laughs> it's like they just keep saying the word over and over again i've never yeah. heard of this before so i don't know if people are listening to this and rolling their eyes at us like how come you don't know this but this is like a new word for me yep but back in the days of the holy roman empire so this is quite an old term yeah that so, we've now <laughs> yeah turned into something else so here it says in an alternative view diet means people the word is related to dutch dutch or diets Dutch word referring to the people from the low countries of their language. So it actually has like some Dutch roots as well. No way. Yeah. So apparently in Japan, uh, they do have the national diet, which is in the diet building, which we were talking about being Mm -hmm. in persona. And it's a two house kind of legislature set up, which is interesting to me where they have a lower house, a house of representatives and an upper house, the house of counselors. So yeah. That's the diet building in Japan. I thought that was really wild. Mm -hmm. So government. So maybe people listening have learned something new as well. What? Hey, that relates to diet. Why didn't I go with that as a segue? (laughs) Duh. (laughs) (laughs) My God. (sighs) That's okay. That's okay. I'm really tired. Still waking up. Yep. (laughs) All right. Um, Any news from you? Would you like to share something? Other than the um, fact that, you know, you're a doctor now and we podcasted about that. We did. And I think it, um, you know, I've taken a lot of time since then to kind of reflect on finishing that and just how kind of surreal it is. Because that's been, it was kind of, you know, a thought or an idea and it was an application and then it was starting and it was going to be four years and now it's all done. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it just still feels like really surreal. Um, but it is super awesome to be on this side of a dissertation defense. Yeah. Do you have that? uh, Yeah. We said we'd follow up with it. So how do you Mm -hmm. feel? Do you feel relieved? Uh, relieved. And honestly, I feel like it's given me a bit of a boost of confidence. Nice. Just in, um, being able to, you know, say like, no, I'm, I've done that. I, I have finished that degree. Um, I will technically have the actual certificate in uh february um but yeah it's it's done and now i feel well one i feel very relieved because i'm able to actually speak to my prof and work with my prof now 
and kind of get back to normal the way things were where there wasn't all this pressure and um mounting big event coming that we were trying to prepare for now we're back to doing you know lab work and um you know just talking about science how are we going to address these problems that we need to address what are we going to do from here I feel like I've always felt that I have kind of an equal share in the conversation but now almost more so because I have the degree too Mm -hmm. (laughs) so um that's uh kind of nice Um, And it's also really nice to be able to have more time to work with everyone in the lab. So before it used to be like, listen, I got to get this writing done. I got to get this presentation done. I got to go home and deal with this. Um, And now I have more time. Like I'm I'm just prepping for some experiments. Um, I've been able to help some master's students with their uh, proposals of research that were really a little unorganized, um, been able to help, uh, like actually have people complete some data analysis and actually have me look at it and decide what we're going to do from here rather than have it sit for a couple of days. Uh, so it's just been really nice to be able to spend time on more sciencey lab things. Do you feel there's like less pressure too? Like you're just, you get to do what you want to do. Yeah. Not under this timeline anymore. For sure. Like way less pressure. Yeah. Um, and it's just like, I have an idea of what I want to accomplish during that day. It's not a difficult task, but it's something I can do. So I feel like I'm um, busy and useful, um, but at the same time, not feeling like I have to rush home and study things or read papers. Um, I really enjoy um, science and I feel like I've said this before or I've certainly thought it before I really enjoy science and experiments and the process and the troubleshooting it just works out way better when you're not on a timeline oh totally um yeah I like I totally enjoy like you know having a problem that we need to solve having a puzzle like working my way through it and it's just really great to have the time to do that now that makes that makes total sense I mean Mm -hmm. generally anything I don't know if that's artistic, but with art, art as well, like if you have a ticking clock behind you, it's very difficult to be inspired mm. and immediately effective. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I guess, uh, you know, update on what am I doing now? Um, I had a really good conversation with my prof about where I was going from here. Um, I feel like it should have been a conversation that I should have had like a year ago <laughs> just because, um, yeah. You know, to apply to postdocs or to think about what you're doing next, oftentimes you need to plan well in advance. Um, But I also feel like I'm kind of in a good spot and I like the advice that you gave me, which was basically, you know, remove yourself from the lab for a bit and figure out what it is exactly that you want to do. Because you have the students there that say you're really good at what you do and you should keep doing it. You have your prof that says... um, you're really good. You should stay in science, which by the way, this was the first time he's told me that explicitly. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was nice to hear. <laughs> yeah. Um, and you know, I have me thinking I have other things that I also want to accomplish. Can I fit, uh, like a career in science or research or academia around other goals that I have? Mm. Um, and do I want to teach and do I want to look for a job outside academia? What, what is it that I want to do? 
Are you getting any so, closer to that answer? Like, I, I'm very careful about not asking you these things. I don't know if you've noticed that. I've never been like, oh, what's your plan? What's this? Now, what are you going to do next? I've never done that to you, really. <laughs> Just like, hey, whatever you want. We're doing good. We got a nice place. Fire income's, you know, good within our means. And mm-hmm. we've been all right. So... Whenever you want to do whatever you want to do, honey, you know, just I'm there for you. I know. And that's a really nice feeling. So the answer Mm -hmm. is no, I have not fully figured it out. There's Mm -hmm. kind of a plan maybe brewing in the back of my mind. It just involves lots of different steps and kind of some things I can't control. Uh, For example, the colleges in Ontario are still on strike. Right. They had a vote on Thursday to try and... um, Basically, they had a vote to accept or decline the contract that was offered to them, and it was uh, denied or whatever, denied by a large majority. Mm. Uh, So the college faculty is not happy. The people running the colleges are not happy. And we're now at the point where the government has to step in and institute back-to-work legislation because it's actually been a month that the students have been without classes. Wow, that long already, eh? Yeah. Which is a significant amount of time when you think that one term is four months, basically. And part of that is an exam season. Um, So the colleges may be back to work very shortly. And I may be getting a call that says, can you please teach something in January? Awesome. So... Part of my plan is to uh, stick around in my lab. And I had a, you know, actual conversation with my prof about doing that. And he's fine with that. And I think that would be good. Um, and part of what I'd like to do is also have kind of a part-time teaching gig and get my foot in the door there and kind of have some income from working in the lab and also have this part-time teaching, which I think I could fit. So a half and a half. Yeah, kind of. Um, cool. Just see how that works out. Um, There have been people that have worked in my lab where they've kind of done the lab part-time and something else part-time and it didn't work very well. And I think that was mainly because their other part-time thing was like a nine to five job, (laughs) basically. Um, And that doesn't work very well for people who are trying to work in the lab during normal daytime hours as well. Yeah. It it hogs up so much of your time. Like you were mm -hmm. weekends too. Like it was every day. Pretty much. Um, yeah, so I, uh, yeah, that's kind of my plan is to do a little bit of both Mm -hmm. while I figure out what it is exactly how I want things to go. Cool. Well, take your time. I I would say you can just go into holiday mode if you want. It's almost December. Um, I feel like I pretty much am in holiday mode. It's almost December. (laughs) Yeah. The last few weekends of just getting up and not studying or not working on a presentation is yeah. so liberating. Man, am I watching a lot of television. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> not Banging out really, the though. I am taking some time to, like, read and journal and, you know, do all that stuff that I really enjoy and haven't had time for. So that's kind of nice. Um, I am getting a lot of questions from lab people saying, like, when when do you normally, like, you know, leave the lab for winter holidays and... That's always been an interesting issue because my prof is very much like, you know, like, what? why are we taking holidays? Like, we, we should yeah. be working. Like, what's going on? Um, In the name of science. Yeah. And it just depends on uh, what's going on. Like, there's been some years where we finished up and we all wanted to leave the lab December 15th and not come back till January. And there was one year where I was definitely in the lab on Christmas Eve. 
and I do tell my prof I am not coming back until January. <laughs> so yeah, um, we'll see because people want to go on trips or want to make plans for when they can go places. So we'll need to have a discussion about that and uh, figure something out. And then I will know when I'm off and can really take some chill time too. Uh, you talking about TV got me thinking. Mm. Um, we're about to like wrap up watching The Office again. Yes. Because I guess we love that show. Yeah, we did do a kind of there abbreviated... Episode 14 was our Office spoiler cast, where I guess we talked about uh, the finale. Oh, So we're okay. almost there again. Like we're one yeah. episode away, right? Like we're yes. almost We done. did skip some seasons. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, season, yeah. yeah and you know went for the episodes that we enjoy but yeah mm -hmm. we're back there again we really like that show so i'm thinking i'm gonna i might listen to the spoiler cast again like this week and maybe next week we'll revisit it and see if anything's changed <laughs> i feel like probably the feelings are the exact same probably but it's been interesting and I, I don't know why we keep coming back to that show i wonder if that's like our favorite show like what what is it just comfort food well, it's just funny, and, like, we come home, and we just want to watch something funny. And familiar, maybe? Yeah. I, like, honestly, there's so much content on Netflix, and oftentimes I find myself going back to familiar shows. Like, right now, I'm yeah. watching The Midwife Show again. And Mindy, right? Um, and Mindy. Mindy is fun, entertaining. Um, the Midwife Show is, um, there's, like, they're extended episodes, and they just, they're just a really interesting period piece about what was going on. And um, when I'm, you know, looking to wind down and get ready for bed, it's nice to watch something where I know what's going to happen so I don't get like freaked out and my mind starts racing as to like, what's going on and what's happening next and all that. Um, so yeah, it's really nice to have something chill to, yeah. to watch. Um and there's just some shows that you really like resonate with. Yeah. I'm, I'm the same way with games as well, because I finished Persona 5 and I could have moved on to something else, but mm -hmm. instead I just decided to start over again. Yeah. Which is really silly. That's such a time commitment. Like, why did I do that? <laughs> I'm almost through again. I don't know. I'm just, it's fun to, I guess, see all the things you maybe missed the first time. Yeah, that's all. Explore other ways. And this is like, mm -hmm. I don't know, it's, it is weird. I don't know if the, maybe this is like a transition period in our lives as well. Maybe that's just the way we're thinking. We're just like, we want something comfortable and familiar right now. Mm. Mm -hmm. That could be it too. I am rereading, like, I'm really feeling like sometimes I just need some like English literature, like Jane Austen. Every once yeah. in a while, I just really want to be enriched by those kinds of stories um, there's a lot of, you know, modern recently written books, but sometimes it's just, I don't know. There's just something about her language that like is really comforting and that my brain is just kind of like, nah, I really need some of this right now. Um, so yeah. Yeah. Um, I was looking up, uh, downloads traffic mm -hmm. for my website, which includes both podcasts that I'm on. Okay. So, fun fact, the last episode actually was downloaded quite a bit, your PH Done episode. Oh, nice. So, I don't know if you were doing a little social media or anything, but uh, we got a bit of a boost in uh, viewers for that one. That's cool. 
just wanted to share that with you. That is really cool. Obviously, um, there's a lot of love. You've been he- feeling a lot of support, a mm-hmm. lot of contact from a lot of people for uh, completing your PhD. So, Yeah, I did not do any media blitz. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there's nothing like that. But I know um, some of your aunts listen to our podcast, so they may have you know spread the word. Um, and yeah, I didn't mention this, but... I've gotten so many emails um, since my defense, you know, from like my cousins and my aunts and friends and just everyone has been super, super, super supportive. Um, And it's just kind of awesome to share it. I've also sent out, you know, a couple of thank yous um, to the profs that were on my committee. Um, Just I think it it was Thursday or Friday, I sent an email to the family that provides the scholarship that I had over the course of my studies. Um, Because I think I sent them a thank you note, like um, when I first received the award and I was kind of instructed to send them a thank you note by the school. Um, But once you're done, like you don't really have contact with them. Like they have a dinner every year, but they don't invite past people to come back. That's so there's I no way those dinners. Yeah, they're <laughs> they were super so good. Yeah, so good. Yeah. Um, but there's no way to, you know, extend my um thankfulness now that I'm finished and to and to also kind of tell them what I've been able to do hmm. um and share some of my work kind of. So um yeah, so I, I had a contact for a member of the family and I sent them uh, a note and just notes to people who, you know, drove us to my defense, who yeah. brought some food, who took the time out of their day to come. Um, I think I've kind of wrapped up all the kind of thank yous that I wanted to send. Um, but yeah, uh, a lot of awesome people that were super excited for me. And that was, that was really nice. I don't know if... If it's you and me, but I'm getting this weird feeling that we've sort of jumped over a major major hurdle. You with the PhD, me with my new job. It's like I feel like we've been working so hard and in such strife for like a a year or something. And now it's like we've we've made it, you know, Mm -hmm. there's this like weird kind of feeling of like, well, now what? (laughs) Right. I don't know if you're getting that, but I'm getting a bit of that vibe as well. And it's like things are good. Mm -hmm. So... What do we do now? Yeah, I had someone um, come in because they're interested of do, in doing grad school. And they were kind of asking me, you know, did you always want to know that you wanted to teach or be a professor so that you had an end goal and you basically did your master's and PhD to get to that end goal? Yeah. And I said, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, basically, I have been extremely privileged in being able to just do what I wanted to do for my entire academic career. So I picked something like kinesiology because that's what really interested me. I went to a school where I thought the program would suit me very well. Um, I got into research because I thought it would be something that I would be good at. And turns out that was the case. True. Um, and I decided to, you know, you know let's, let's do a master's. Let's see what this is about. And really, like I was thinking back to it, I remember being in my undergraduate lab and kind of helping with projects. But you really have no idea what it means to be a master's student or be a PhD. Like you just see the other students doing, you know, their projects and their work. And there's so much more to it than just kind of mindlessly analyzing some data as you go. I still don't Um, entirely understand it. I've sort of experienced (laughs) it from the outside. But I also remember even in uh, 
I guess that would be university at U of T. There was a master's student, I believe, but that woman like would only pop in once a month. Mm-hmm. And I remember asking some questions like, what are you doing? It's like, I got a master's here for visual arts. And I was like, oh, is that something you can do here? And she's like, yeah. I'm like, well, how, what, like, what grade are you in? What are you doing? And she's like, well, I've been doing this for like nine years. Oh, gosh. And I was just like thinking, so this is just a thing people do to screw around and waste time. <laughs> like, I, that was my first initial uh, <laughs> understanding of what that meant. Mm-hmm. But maybe they just weren't very good at it. Um, it also takes people in the arts and social sciences longer to do advanced degrees. Um, I think it requires, um, I think it maybe requires a bit more grunt work to get the information that you need. So I effect, I basically ran a study where I had animals exposed to cold for a period of time. I collect the samples and I analyze the data. If you're doing, you know, uh, a history PhD and you've got to like travel to Europe and search for all these old records and track people down and put all that together into a paper in addition to all the other duties of a PhD student, like that takes substantially, can take substantially longer. Um, I think they average like six years, whereas physiology, we average four Um, so that could be part of it, but, yeah, but this was visual arts too. So like, I don't even know if it was a project or, or what, and I don't even know what, like, what do you do doing for a visual arts master? Yeah. Master PhD. Um, yeah. it's so different from in each different discipline, what it means. I remember talking to people and saying like, well, how many people are in your lab? They don't yeah. have labs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they have research groups or right, right, right. whatever. Yeah. So fascinating. Yeah. So I basically did this PhD because I love doing research and now I have finished the PhD and now it's like, what do you want to do now? <laughs> All right. Well, we'll have an answer for that some other time, but not, maybe not today. Not right now. <laughs> no. Mm, okay. I think that's good. Let's stop there. Cool. So if anyone wants to share stories of uh, their research, I would love to hear it. Send me an email at ordinarydaypodcast at gmail.com. Or stories on life transition. Oh, yeah. Actually, that would be good, too. Which is, yeah. I've been having some discussions with people on that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Life transition. Maybe that's what this episode should be called. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And thank you to Field Processor for our intro and outro music. And as mentioned, you can catch them on Twitch, 10 p.m. Friday nights. Eastern. Yeah. We, we got people all around the globe joining us. We got a guy from Germany who stays up to watch us every week, which just blows my mind. I think it's like, I don't know, five or six in the morning. Like it's that weird period of time where either you're getting up early or you stayed up way too late. Mm-hmm. So that's really cool. Yeah. So thanks very much. Um, until next time. Take one more. For the road. <laughs>